Welcome to the IJ Sofa podcast episode 3. Today we're joined by Professor Luciano Christovan. This is a great episode. Luciano talks about the importance of enjoying jiu-jitsu. Um, he talks about his life growing up and also how to stay motivated in these hard times. Enjoy. Take care. Hey, how are you, Mike? I'm good, Luciano. How are you, dude? Good to see you, my man. I thought I was gonna see you. I thought it was a camera thing. It's just so you just listen to me. We yeah, no. I, yeah, no. It's something. It's something that I want to do eventually. But this this app that I use, it, it just records and we can post it straight away. So right, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, nice. That and sounds easy. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sounds good. Yeah, I did one with uh, Drew from uh, RJ Lay. Oh, Dave. Dave, sorry. Dave, Dave Drew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How did that go? Yeah, it was fun. It was good. I I, th- I think it was good. I need to yeah. see. He said he's gonna edit and all. Yeah, we had a fun conversation. Was was kind of fun. But I think he all ones is different because there's no video. No, so it's think- literally, mate. This what we're talking and now it records straight onto the app. Uh, so for yeah. anybody listening, it's uh, an anchor app. It's just really basic and easy to use. So basically, I'll, I'll uh, we'll record this now. I'm not gonna edit it. I'm just gonna leave it totally original and then we upload it and it should be live within about. 10 minutes of us uh, finishing the conversation so oh so it goes straight away no editing no no editing like i'm trying to make it as easy as possible so we get all the right, quality yeah, content yeah. and then we just get it up there so right yeah. okay good. less great. work sounds great. See, yeah, so, <laughs> but sounds great it's more i think it's a different style maybe it's more it's more i don't know how they call it it's more natural i don't know it's more like you know what i mean no no changing no no video so i think it's more straightforward it's, it's good yeah, eventually when we get all the gear and we get all of like the microphones and like mm. setups, we could have it. But for now, they're just people want to to listen to yourself, um, and right. and basically what you you've been through and stuff like that. So, yeah, when did you start it? When did you start the the podcast? Um, we started it about two weeks ago, about a week ago or so. Um, Is we it? had one. Yeah, we had one guy, Danny on Danny Fern, and we've had another guy, Marcel on. And basically, it's just our students and for the people that are looking to join, it right. just gives everybody an idea as to what we're doing in the academy and stuff so people can, like, feel comfortable if they want to join or they want to just get to know about everybody else. Yeah, he's a new tool. Yeah, he's a new tool. I think it works. It works. It works really well. I think it works really good. Yeah, we just wanted to get um, someone of, a, not importance, but someone from the association, like, I don't yeah. yeah. I wanted to get you on just to speak about, like, obviously your journey and, and what of you've course. been through. My pleasure, Mike. Always a pleasure to to spend to to share the knowledge with you guys. Yeah, I um basically I just wanted to get to the beginning of of like your journey from how you got to where you are today. Right. Um, and like what what you've been through to get to the moment you are now is regards to being one of the main guys at the association. Black belt under Roger and uh, right. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so you should start. You want him to start talking about the association first. Is that what you said? Sorry. No, but like basically from like how you first got into jujitsu. Like I was watching an interview online uh, where you received Mm. your black belt, and um, it was a funny. It's a funny short video. And, um, where, where is Roger, it? It's in the Renzo's, Renzo's Academy. Yeah, that's it. And uh, Roger, yeah. Roger's talking about you get being a four-year-old little kids just Myron and Henzo and and um he said he was four years old when you started like trying to get into jujitsu so I just wanted to see how you started really that yeah was- yeah 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 I have to see that video again to be true I, I think I haven't seen that video yet I'm saying I saw like some clips around passing around but I haven't watched the whole video thing I need to to watch that but yeah it was a fun day yeah so I start basically with Renzo at uh so Renzo used to have a school in Rio in Ipanema, and then uh, I used to live in the same building. So Mauricio is, is like a, he was he, he was married to my aunt. So yeah. we I grew up together with Roger. You know the family was everyone together. You know, and then Mauricio always like say, took all of us to jujitsu. You know, it was like the fun time. So he used to take everyone okay jujitsu time, and then we'd go and then we train. And even at the house, we just play around the whole time. It was jujitsu, just something, just another game. You know. Yeah. And uh, I used to live in the same building, so my mom used to put him in the in the, in the lift, and they used to go down because Renzo's Academy used to be the ground floor. 
And then Renzo was there waiting for me. He would pick me up and then I would do like whatever the kids session at the time there. And then after he would take me back to the lift and then I would go up. So we used to be in the same building. It was quite like, uh, it's quite fun. Yeah. And there was no excuse for me not to train, you know, I would go to school and I get back home and then I'm like, oh no, I don't want to go. And then <laughs> Renzo would ring, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not even the phone. It used to be like, uh, how do you call it's like I think that in the building they have their own channel, you know, that you can call through this thing. Or like an intercom between yeah, all like yeah, the Yeah, yeah, exactly. The intercom, exactly. So he used to ring there up in my house and then my mom would pick up, okay, he's going, okay, fine, Luciano, let's go. And then I would just get the lift and it would go downstairs. So it was a lot of fun. Then after that, uh, Renzo moved to... He moved to US, I think. Yeah, I was back, I don't know. Yeah, that's a long time ago. So yeah. I think I kept training there a little bit longer, but then after uh, I, I moved to another place, then it was a bit too far. So yeah, that was basically how, how I always start, how I was in my training, jiu-jitsu as a kid. And then I trained a lot of Mauricio, like 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 every, I'm, I don't know, maybe every, every once a month we'd meet up and then we'd train together. And then when I was a kid too, I trained at a, at a club called Kyoto, Kyoto Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu School for Mansu, Alvaro Mansu, and then all the Mansu family. And then I trained there when I was like a yellow belt. I trained there for a couple of years. Yeah, it was a, because I used to live in an area called Tijuca. Then used to be uh, this school used to be a really good school, and I had a really good friends there. And I was there for a couple of years. They're a good friend of mine. They have a very I had very very good instructors there too. It was like Tanke and Tanquinho, Little Tank. Yeah. They, uh, they are very, very nice guys. They used to be my instructors there. Then I was training there for a little while. And then uh, when I was, I think, well, as I was getting older, Roger decided to move here to the UK. As Mauricio was always back and forward because first he went to Japan and from Japan he came to, to the UK. So always when he was in Brazil, we'd get together, we'd train and then uh, Roger came to, came to England, I think in 2003, if I'm not wrong. And then uh, he was always Mauricio and Roger's mom, Hela. She was yeah. always pushing me to, to come over to UK to spend some time here, you know, with Roger and all. And then I was like, yeah, why not? And then I finished school. And then I think it was 2006, I came over to the UK. Then I was just training the whole time, spending time with Roger, Mauricio. And I was here for like another four years, almost five years, yeah, four or five years. And then four and a half years, which would be right, exactly. And then we went to the, I decided to move to US. How was that? It was a big change because I, I, got, I, I moved from London to California first. And then it was completely <laughs> a lot of driving. I wasn't used to drive that long, you know. Everything's so far apart over there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I know <laughs> And I was looking for like uh, some good training because at that year I was going to fight the world championship as brown belt. And then I got third in that year. And then it was even a funny story too. I'll tell that after. So I was, I used to live in Santa Monica. Then I used to drive to Northridge where is Romulo Bajau. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice yeah. yeah. So Romulo is a good friend of mine and Roger. He, when he was here with Braulio, he lives here for a couple of months. I'm saying we were training together a lot. So, Invite me. I, then, I, then I was driving almost like two, three times a week from Santa Monica to, to Northridge. And then it was like a lot of driving around. But it was fun. It was good. And then Renzo invited me to move to New York. And then that's how I ended up there at his academy. And that year that, that I fought the World Championship, I was like, wasn't there was there the same finals? So I start the fight, and the same guy I was fighting was the guy I fought the year before, but in the no-gi one that I won, the brown belt. Yeah. So, man, the guy, was his fight was very tight, you know, in the beginning, and then he went to try to do like a lasso guard. He kicked me right in the temple, my head. Man, I kind of like collapsed. I kind of like I passed out, and then I woke up. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I was like wobbling a bit. I was like, but it was good, you know. Then I, I got fine, but then, <laughs> then I was, I was ready to go again. And the guy, the referee, didn't let me get back to the fight, you know. And then 
I was that was the end of the fight, and then I lost the fight on the loss, whatever. Yeah, because I couldn't go. You back. Lost the fight to a head kick. Yeah, and I couldn't go back. <laughs> and then this guy, he did the final of the other guy who beat him. I'm saying the other guy who beat him in the final. I beat, I bet, I beat him before too in the Europeans. So yeah. that was tough, man. That was like a tough moment for me because I could, I saw the two guys that I beat both of them before, and then I was like that because I could have won that. But anyway, it's part of. Yeah, but you have won the world's nogi, though. Yeah, you, you won the Panams as well. Nogi. Yeah, do you yeah. prefer nogi or, or no? Gi? No, I just used to do both. I just used to do yeah. both, and anyway, I was doing just both most of the time. But in the gi one, I was like, I was upset. I was like, ah. But anyway, part of the history. That's part of your your own history. You always learn something from that. So it was yeah. it was fun. It was fun. And then I moved to Renzo's Academy, and then that's how I spent like three years there, teaching and then doing all that there, training. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it all how it all goes. And then from there, I moved back to the UK after that. I went to Brazil for a little bit, and then I had some family things to do, and then I, I moved back to the UK. Do you feel like all the traveling that you've done, like you've, you've trained and uh, obviously in California and obviously New York yeah. under really high level guys, like do you feel like that helps regards to like helping coach at the academy? Because I know the academy is super successful down in uh, HQ because yeah. the amount of kids the program's got and, and the adult students. Do you feel like all of that combined has helped you set up in, in uh, London? Yeah, I think so. But it was mostly, I think, yeah, I think it for sure. But I think the, the, the jiu-jitsu grew a lot in the UK these times that I was out, you know. So the sport just yeah. got huge here and then recognized and then everyone knows about it. And then I think UFC plays a big role on that too. They, 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 it's a kind of like people see MMA and then they want to train MMA. Then after they realize it's not really MMA what they want to go to, then they end up going to jiu-jitsu. And then again, Roger Mauricio here in the UK, I'm saying spreading the art, you know, like teaching everywhere, teaching seminars. And then it was just a matter of time of until things just get to this, to get the size that it is now. It's like, it's huge. So, yeah. but definitely my like, traveling, sorry, sorry, interrupt. Sorry. No, no, sorry, dude. No, you go, mate. No, I think definitely the traveling, it helped me to see maybe in a different way. I think in the U in the US, jiu-jitsu is very professional, you know, like everything yeah. is very, it's very, like it's professional, you know, they, they, they've been doing it for a lot longer than here in the UK, you know, so I think we are, UK will be the same as US, I'm saying pretty soon, that's the way that the, 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 the sport is growing here, and uh, and the way I see it too, is I see a lot, I'm saying, uh, uh, the, the UK, uh, Jiu-Jitsu fighters, they have, uh, it's a bit different. I feel that in the U.S., not, not the majority, but there's a lot of people with background in wrestling and they come to Jiu-Jitsu. And then yeah. over here, you get a lot of people, okay, they have some experience with striking, with boxing and all that, but karate. But when they go to the grappling side, they don't have that background in wrestling. So I think that you guys develop kind of like a guard game really Maybe more, I don't know, a bit quicker or maybe, I don't know, the style is a bit different because you guys don't have the background of wrestling. So people, they, they tend here to work on the back, on the guard straight away, yeah. you know, like you guys are comfortable being on the back and then developing your guard. As I feel there, yeah. a lot of people when they start, they have the wrestling background. So they, they, they generate, they, they straight away, they go for this kind of like takedowns and try to be in the top and then they have a good base. So it's hard to sweep them. So they end up developing this top position quite strong. And then, as over here, I, I feel that people don't mind being on the back. And they, they will develop the, the guard straight away because there's no other. More like in Brazil, too. So, I'm, I'm not talking about, I'm saying this in general. I'm talking about yeah. some specific cases. So, as a beginner, when they, I'm saying, and me as a teacher, when I get them to my classes, then being teaching there and teaching here, that's something, that's a big difference that I feel and I see, you know? Yeah. 
like Nicky Rodriguez, like he's just come out of nowhere. Like obviously he's a great wrestler. Yeah. Um, but now he's just like competing in every single event and he's he's killing guys because yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his level of wrestling is just so good. Like you don't really see as many people in the UK at that level. Yeah. Um, I think wrestling definitely helps. Yeah, it definitely helps. But then again, I think when the nogi that that your strength, your stamina, everything it can get you out of a lot of positions. So, like, maybe yeah. if you have an armbar on, you can just, I'm saying, sweat, you rotate your arm, your arm will come out. I choke, you just, I'm saying, you might just, I'm saying, slip it out. The hands slip it quicker. So, with the gi, you need to get a better grip. Uh, so, there's always pros and cons from both sides. But I think the no gi, you feel very strong and then, and then you have a good stamina and you fit. And then, you, I mean, you, you can do, a, you can get out of situations a lot well. And you can muscle up a lot of positions a lot more than in the gi. Yeah. As in the gi, if the guy put in the armbar, if you don't know how to defend it properly, if you just start to put your arm out, you might, you're going to pop your arm. You know I mean, if the choke yeah. is on, you can try just to spin it out crazy, you're not going to get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel that, that that's, that's too, I, 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 that's why I think you see a lot of different figures coming out in the no gi that quick. Because that's one of the major points. And then, again, I'm not saying it's, it's good or bad. I, there's nothing to do with that. It's just a different kind of different styles. Of, it's the same sport, but the style is different. You know what I mean? Do you feel like um, more nogi is better suited for younger explosive guys than if you're a bit older, say you're 40 years of age, you listen to the podcast today, would you start yeah. nogi or would you probably start yeah, gig? Exactly. No, that, that you just said it. Is like the nogi, I'm saying, I think you can train everything whenever, whatever age you have. It all depends on you, but... As 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 a, as a, if you start just older, you 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 should definitely start with the gi. You know, you can hold the pace, yeah. you have the grips. You know, you don't need. Of course, you need you you're gonna get fit if you train every day, but but you can you can still roll, you can still do things, you can hold positions. As in the no gi, you need to be fit, you need to be strong the whole time. It's a battle. It's the whole time that scramble. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel it when we're training with some of our guys. The young, that they're, yeah. they're like twenty years of age, they're super yeah. strong, fast, explosive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like he's just trying to, you just want to stick a gi on halfway through and just say, right, let's carry on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, but again, I, I really enjoy no gi too. Oh, I always train no gi like whenever I can, and then I really enjoy that. But definitely, like you said. I think as you get older, you're supposed to slow down your game and, and, and don't give any space and don't lose positions. Because yeah. if you try to keep up with the young guys, if you want to speed up with them, you're always going to lose because they're going to be quicker than you and you're going to get uh, more tired than them they will get in that period of time. So you're going to be gas and then you're going to be slower. So you cannot go that way because then you get in their game. That's when you lose. So if you need to hold them down and then slowly gain position without losing them. Yeah. So I. So anyone listening, listen to the master, yeah. <laughs> Luciano. Yeah, I feel that because I'm saying uh, I'm 33 now, and I feel the difference already. I can't. I'm saying if I start rolling for, for a younger guy, and I try to keep the same speed because I used to do that before. I used to speed up, and then whatever happened, I went up on top. But now, as you get older, you need to use your your, your experience, and then. Again, your patience, because normally when you're older, you get more patient, right? I'm saying supposedly, you're supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to. Don't yeah, exactly. Now, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But as a younger kid, I mean, they just want to go, 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 go. If you if you go in the same speed, I'm saying you're going you're gonna to get tired. And then that's when things go bad, you know? So you should try to slow them down, hold them in certain positions that you feel comfortable and then start advancing slowly without give them space because you give them space then again you lost everything you just to, you, you just got it yeah no, it makes sense like um you've even competed in MMA as well yeah. so like what is the level as regards obviously nogi is difficult but then when you've got to um, start trying to avoid punches and kicks as yeah, well like yeah. How was that for you when you was going through them stages? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, was, I trained there at Renzo's. I used to go a lot to Ricardo Almeida. So I used to, to train a lot of Frankie Edgar, Edson Barboza at the time he was there. Marlon Moraes. Man, I trained with a lot of good guys there. Even a, a, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of good fighters. 
And then yeah. I learned a lot of them, you know. I mean, I lo- I learned a lot. Everyone was really always nice to me. They always showed me something, you know. And then Ego, Gregor, Hollis, they always, always there. Like, okay, do this. Show me details of things and new positions and how to position myself. But MMA is a different sport, you know. You need to be, nowadays, you need to be well-rounded. You need to know everything, you know. You need to know everything yeah. and everything well. Of course, you need, you, need, you, need to, you need to have a foundation, a strong foundation, you know. If you're like a, a grappler, you need, you, they're always going to be a grappler, but you need to work a striking, you need to work everything. So it's fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun because you're always learning something new. You know, you always learn yeah. something new every day. But uh, I would say it's... So that would have been a good gym. To be around all those guys, oh, yeah. Frank Edgar when he was fighting, yeah, 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 so he, yeah, was, yeah. he was some of the best fights in the UFC. Yeah, Eddie Alvarez too. But, I, I used to train with him too. It was re- like a lot of fun. But uh, I think MMA is a young man's sport. You know, yeah, it's a young man's sport. You cannot do. I'm saying, as a professional, you might fight until you get older. But if you, if you just want to have a hobby or something you want to train, to, to be doing MMA uh, as a full-time thing, it, 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 is, it is a hard tool on your body, you know, and everything else. It's not, it's not as yeah. fun as grappling, you know, as jiu-jitsu. Yeah. How do you feel, like, the, the current Nogi games, like, back in the day when you would have been doing all of your, like, your Nogi championships and, like, the Pan Ams, like, mm. was there a, an emphasis on heel hooks and, like, all of the... The leg locks that everybody's seeing today. Yeah, so I'm saying at the time, I, I, when I went to US, was one of the reasons was for the MMA and then no gi because at the time here we didn't have it much. I'm saying you talk about I don't know more than ten years ago, the UK was yeah. not. I'm saying there was not a lot, so I was looking for better training over in the US, and then I'm saying the the, the heel hooks are were always there. You know, I'm saying John was always teaching us there. You know, was also his class. He was always there. But then, I think it was kind of like it was a lot of people thinking together. You know, when you get a lot of people, they all start thinking together. A lot of good guys, good high level guys. Because by the time I yeah. left Renzo's, I think Gary. I was I was always trained with Gary, but then I think Gordon. He was purple belt. I think and we didn't train that much i think he was he was still he was doing more gi i think it was in the beginning i think it was purple so yeah. but john was always showing like some amazing stuff man like a lot of foot locks and then leg locks and all that but i think it got to a time there was a lot of people all doing the thinking the same way in and then working towards the same direction that he then yeah. suddenly got all more than like i don't know they had like 10 10 top guys winning everything, but because they work really hard, you know, they were every day there at the academy, Sunday to Sunday, you know, studying positions, going over and over and over again, thinking ways to move one side to the other side if the guy defends. So they were a lot, they were ahead of everyone, I think, at that time, you know. Yeah, because they always say, like, um, it takes like 10 years to become an overnight success. Everybody's thinking that these guys have just come out of no, nowhere, but no, for, no, for no. a long time, they've been putting in the work. No, no, no. Renzo's Academy, I would say, man, is like the, the NBA, you know? They, like you have the best guys, everyone's there, everyone's trying to get better the whole time, you know? Everyone is just studying and then trying to go over things, you know? So they, they, they have someone like, like the best fighters that, man, they, they do really well. And they study, they go over techniques over and over and over and over again. So they, they, they deserve what they got, you know what I mean? Because they, they are working really hard for that, you know? Yeah, no, it's just, and especially Henzo's just been putting on um, like two, three months or 60 days, I think it was, mm. on his online curriculum. And just, just for the, everything that he's done for the sport, like even MMA. And it's just for any of our guys listening, like, it's just a legend in the sport, and to be around guys like that, it must be it must be a good learning oh, yeah. experience. Oh for yeah, everyone. Renzo taught me a lot, man. He showed me so much good stuff. I could like every time he'd come to the gym, man. It used to be like okay, it'd be like a happy day, you know. You know you're gonna learn something <laughs> new, you know, like you know something. He would show you some new detail, like a guillotine like, attack from here, like whatever, you know. Like it's like it's it's incredible. He. he his amount of knowledge, he, he, he can just come up with things. It's just, like, incredible, you know? 
And he's a bit of a character oh, as well. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Oh yeah, man. He <laughs> arrives, man. He's like a man. He's like a star. He's like you know, everyone is laughing. Everyone is making, is laughing, making jokes and all that. So the the, the environment just, I don't know. It, it, it feels like it's one way. I'm saying is one. You feel the energy is one thing. When he arrives, man, it's completely different. It's like. I don't know. You can't explain. You have to feel. To it's like jujitsu. You can't explain jujitsu. You can tell for someone. You can talk to someone ten hours about jujitsu if they never trained before, and then when they train, they go and they realize, wow, this is amazing. So this, I think, is the same as be around Renzo. Man, you can talk and say, oh, Renzo is fun. But when you're around him, it makes you feel like you know him for like ages. You know, like he's his best friend. You know, you're his best friend. So he's an incredible person, man. He's an incredible guy. Maybe one day we'll be able to get him on the podcast too. That'll be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I know he's a busy guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he is, he is. But he's an incredible guy. He's an incredible human being. He's like, yeah. I um, I noticed on the association as well, like just the way that um, Roger is and Mauricio and like yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You you are serious about jujitsu, but at the same time, like in the videos and like the, being around the gym, like. Everyone's just enjoying themselves and having a laugh and not take things taking too, you know, things too seriously. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the thing is, uh, the, the Mauricio and then Roger, but Mar- I think Mar- Mauricio started with all that. He's like something very, very incredible. The way he do things, you know, like. Uh, I don't know. It's like, it's, like you said, it's jujitsu, but it's always fun. You know, it's always yeah. fun with jujitsu. So he's always playing around. And then I, I heard that once someone saying that they're like, they, they, they told me that, and, and it feels exactly like that. Like, they're like, anyone could, uh, if you bring your mom to do her first class jujitsu and you bring her to Mauritius class, for sure, she will learn something new, you know? She would learn something. Yeah. She would come out of jiu-jitsu knowing how to do a, a, a technical stand-up and having a good base, you know? Mauricio can, can teach anyone, yeah. you know? That's the, the amount of knowledge and, and, and teaching that, 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 he, that he can go to. And then it's just like something incredible. It's another thing that we can talk, again, hours and hours, but if you go and make and do one class with Mauricio, you know that is your best class of your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, he's very... yeah, we're gonna definitely get get Mauricio, Master um, Mauricio, up to, to come and run a seminar for us guys up here because he's just such a legend yes, in the sport. He is. He is. We, just to have him around the, the academy would be amazing for him. Yeah, everyone. yeah, and when you're around him, man, he's gonna make you laugh a lot because he's a funny guy. He's very funny, man. <laughs> when he arrives at the academy, everyone is laughing the whole time. He's making jokes and then he's telling stories. He's, he, it is, it is very amazing to be around him. Something very special too. One of my funny video, funniest videos I've seen on Instagram is when mm. Mauricio's trying to put, um, I think it's an arm lock on, on ah. Roger. And, and like, obviously, Roger's this, he's a big, strong guy yeah. and he's super technical. Yeah. So, like, for his dad to try and to, to rip his arm off and Roger didn't let him, yes. he starts trying to slap him or whatever he's a yeah, funny he's guy a, the relationship those yeah guys. every time is always the same man that thing you saw in the video <laughs> is something very natural you arrive at the academy and then you see that happen every single day it's so funny it's so funny man but i feel like that's the way you gotta be because like for the the guys that are white belt level at the uh-huh. moment like i think there's a lot of people like focused and like focus too much on the belt colors and stuff yeah. like that whereas i feel like if people can just enjoy the jiu-jitsu and maybe come to the gym and and learn something or try something make mistakes and like they've seen something they want to try like if if you just forget about the belts and just focus on enjoying jiu-jitsu i just feel like it's going to be a way more enjoyable yeah. experience for yeah i think i think there's a big thing now people they they, they, they they go with the belt and then they're not supposed they, they forget that jiu-jitsu is a lot more than that you know it's the whole philosophical side is the whole nutrition side of jiu-jitsu you know when carlos grace is a or, or master he he, he start developing jiu-jitsu is all about there's the other side of things of jiu-jitsu it's not just fighting you know it's like it's how to be healthy how to be nice to people the way you position yourself you know like 
uh, to be able to, to, to build up your own confidence and then know how to deal with situations, not just in fighting, but in life, you know, like you see jujitsu. You're in trouble in something, yeah. you know I me, mean? like like in the moment in the mount. I, I just said the same thing in the other podcast with, with Dave. There was like you in the mount and they had the guy on top of you you're tired. Or are you gonna quit or are you gonna just start going crazy there? It's gonna make it worse. So you had to breathe, yeah, find your way out in the technical way. And then this is jujitsu in applying jujitsu to life is the same principle. You know, you have a problem. If you get nervous, you get I don't know, you just start going crazy, things will just get worse. Yeah, it's it's better to be comfortable being uncomfortable exactly. and and getting used to these positions. Like again, freaking out, it's not going to do you any favors. You're probably just going to get your arm ripped off. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. Have you um, have you got any like recommendations for anyone listening who's not started or it's the first class? Like getting past them nerves of of going to a gym. Whereas I can imagine back in the day when you were starting out, um people turning up at a gym they would have felt a little bit intimidated yeah. but as regards to the way that the association is now it's a lot more welcoming and do you feel like it's easier to start jiu-jitsu yeah now? It's, it's easier now there's a lot of things online now too so you see i'm saying let's see let's talk about let's see joe rogan he's the one who's been helping jiu-jitsu a lot you know because he talked a lot of good things about jiu-jitsu in the whole time and then i do think that he used jiu-jitsu mentality to apply to his, uh, I don't know, to, to his situations in his life and like we all do. So it's a lot easier now for people to search about jiu-jitsu, to look for things in jiu-jitsu now as was before. So before you would show up and you didn't know what was going to happen to you. You were going to get in a fight, you know, yeah. without punching someone in the face. So now you get to, to, to like to jiu-jitsu school, school and then you have the, you meet the professors, you know, they explain you what you're going to learn and then they go through like an introduction class. They explain everything to you and then they show you some self-defense. That's the primary of jiu-jitsu, you know, how learn how to defend yourself if something happens to you in the street and then how to deal with this yeah. whole situation. And then after that, you go and you do a class. So nowadays, a lot more structure-wise and then it's structure, the structure is really good now. So yeah, I think, I, I think it's a lot easier, but... For someone, like I said, for someone who wants to start jiu-jitsu, there's no better way than actually doing a class or maybe more than one class. Yeah. Maybe doing like two classes or whatever, how long it takes. Because uh, uh, how can I explain it? You can talk. We can be here and talking about jiu-jitsu. But until that person go and try out that, there's, I'm saying there's nothing more realistic than that. It's more like a feeling, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's how you feel. And then if you go, you yeah. feel that good and then you go to a class and then you learn something and then you're like, okay, these are the learn I can use in my real life. So I can use the physical side so I learn how to defend myself or I can use the philosophical side, you know. The, everything can apply in, all, in, or in life, you know. Yeah, I, I remember being a white belt and, for the first year, I didn't really enjoy jiu-jitsu because I was, like, looking from a different perspective. I was just looking at yeah. a fight. And, like, I was just getting beat up by the guys that was just way better than me. So it took me a good, it took a while for the penny to drop. But then I feel like, for now, if you can educate people on, on like, not fighting and not just trying to win because it's difficult to win against, like, a, a purple belt. Of course, belly, get a yeah, belt. yeah. But if you can just yeah, yeah, be- try and take as much as you can from the experience, you know, like see what they're doing, the movement. And... Yes, because the thing is, if you, like you just said, if you look just, just as a fight, you're going to quit in the beginning, right? Because you cannot see it. Yeah. But if you look at jiu-jitsu, like, look at jiu-jitsu like, uh, compared to your personal life, you know? Remember when you were a kid, when you were just a kid, and then you didn't know nothing about life, but it was, a, I mean, yeah. and then you get older and then you start learning new things and you start looking for a different perspective. So jujitsu is the same thing. You need to take, it takes time to get in your system, in, in your mentality, to start thinking in that direction, you know. You cannot, you start jujitsu first as a sport and then you want to get fit and then it's fighting. And then a couple of years after that, you're going to be looking at it and be like, okay, that, that is, it is a lot more than that, you know. Is the way I see my life now. I'm just applying jujitsu straight in, you know. It definitely has an effect on your life, 
in general, like just efficient. You gotta be efficient as possible, like a, as much as possible for anything that you're doing. Like I've noticed yeah. that all throughout my life. Like you're always trying to find the easiest possible option, the most efficient way. And um, I definitely think jujitsu's helped me. Yeah, and then see the way out. You always find a way out. You know, you kind of like you, yeah. you you know you, you you find a way out. You know, because you've been to worse situations in the sparring. Then in life, you'll be like, no, no, no. There's always a way out. You know what I mean? It might not be the one you want yeah. right now. It's not maybe the best one you think it is for yourself. But in a couple of years, you're going to look back and like, okay, maybe that, that was good. Maybe that was good. You see where, where I got it now. Maybe if it wasn't that way, I yeah. wasn't here right now. I wouldn't be here right now, you know? Yeah. So leading, leading on to that, mate. So what what do you... How do you feel like at the moment in time that we're going through? Like obviously, it's difficult times with everybody having to stay in lockdown. But how are you keeping motivated through these times? Yeah, I, I think now people will be. The, 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 I don't know. I think human beings in general, we will be really appreciating small things. You know, like going to the gym, going to jujitsu to meet your friends, or I don't know, just go outside and meet yeah. your, your other friends. So normally, the friends that you don't even meet normally because you just like, nah, I'll do another day or I don't know. You just postpone that the, 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 the friend. Then now, you're going to be really like, okay, now I should meet that guy because <laughs> look how long we spend without seeing each yeah. other or going to the gym. And I'll be like, ah, nah, today I don't feel like going to jiu-jitsu because I don't know, I just want to chill. And then now, you're just like, oh, man, I just want to get back to jiu-jitsu. So I, I I think it, it makes it makes you you make I think it make all of us now see things different now take things like uh, small yeah. things we 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 start taking looking in a different I don't know direction now at least I'm saying at least for me they yeah I know I I feel like the same everybody's saying the same like they just can't wait to get back I, I, it's gonna be chaos at HQ when everybody decides that they can just open. The lockdown for everyone because I know there's a lot of students down in the headquarters. Yeah. If they all come back on the same day, I yeah, think, we probably. I think yeah, gonna we're be probably busy. gonna have like a kind of some kind of like booking system or something like that. So people, so everyone can train. The goal is to let everyone train. It's not just people who want to train every day. You know what I mean? You need to help let others train too. So if in the beginning, we have to hold them a bit back, you know, and then maybe open more classes in different times so we can fit everyone. Maybe we we do that. But I think everyone's just appreciating these things, you know, not just jujitsu, but life in general, family, friends, you know, everything that we can yeah. do now. And then it makes us like really see, I mean, I mean, everything's different, you know, but at the same time, I think it was really good for people who have, I'm saying for families in general, you know, I think parents spending time with their kids, they probably will never be able to spend that amount of time. I'm saying straight away, like he's going yeah. now, you know what I mean? No, no, that's the same with us. Like a lot of parents are training. It is it's probably the best time to spend this with the kids, especially with the weather as as it's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are the plans hopefully when we get out of this? Um are we just gonna keep growing the association? Because we've got quite a few um affiliates now and I, I really appreciate you letting us join the association as well. Like it was one of the the best moves that we ever did, like being part of the association. Yeah, like I, 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 our goal is to keep our association quite like personal, you know. So I think, yeah, I think it's very important for us to keep it to keep it personal, you know. Like, of course, we want to grow, we want to expand, and all that, but we want to keep it personal. So it, it might take us a lot longer than, than, than all, all, compared to other associations. But our goal is to keep it very personal. You know, we know each other. We keep in contact with everyone. Everyone talks with everyone, and then I think that 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 that's our our final goal. Roger's goal is is to do that to be able to have an association that is like uh, that is very personal. I think that's his final goal. You know yeah. that he knows every single one, and then we have it's quite hard. I'm saying to keep in contact all the time, but we do keep it in contact. You know what I mean? We always chat with each other. We come yeah. up with ideas. Make sure that they can come and visit us. We can go and visit you guys to support you guys whenever you guys need. So, and I think this yeah. whole situation of this of, of the of the lockdown and all that is just gonna make us stronger. You know, I think all every single academy now because after that, I think it's gonna be uh, uh, the students and plus more 
people, friends of their students or people who are just interested in jujitsu, they're going to get back straight away to the academy because they're going to they're gonna tell themselves, yeah. like, I have to start that now. You know what I mean? After all these, it makes them appreciate it. And us, too. Yeah. I'm saying us, the instructors, oh. too. And everyone else, make appreciate life. You know, life is very precious, you know. And I think the way things were going before, Life was just passing by. People were just running, I'm um, saying, after the whatever they 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 were after, you know. They were not looking to the side. Now everyone is kind of like looking around themselves and see, okay, this is something that makes me think about it. Something that I wanted to do is I wanna do this and that because this situation forces us to, to to see everything in a different perspective, you know. Yeah, no, it does. The way that we're walking down the street, say if you go to the shops and everybody's avoiding each other, it's not a normal thing for us to be going through. So hopefully once it all ends, we can all try and get a bit closer together. Yeah, exactly. And get back into uh -huh. training. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Are you, uh, what, what have you been doing to keep fit, mate? Because we have this little private group at the minute. We've tried to get everybody involved. Right. Um, but again, we've got our own little, one of the guys is a Marine, Jimmy. And he's been sending out fitness videos. I know you've been doing it through the association as well. Yeah. But what is it you've been doing to keep fit? Because I know we don't want to be putting any big bellies <laughs> on before we come back. Yeah, I, th I think that's going to be hard. I'm saying going to be a lot of people, I'm saying, overweight. But that's fine. Uh, but uh, no, I've been, I cycle a lot. I like cycling. It's something that I quite like to do. Yeah. yeah. The only thing about cycling that you need to cycle, I'm saying you need to go for like a long ride. So if you run, you can do a, sh I mean, a lot short and, and burn a lot of calories. But but the cycling is a bit easier on the knees and the, the hips. So I like cycling. But I yeah. do run too. So I normally like to run once a week. Then I cycle maybe two, three times a, a week. But I do like maybe like two hours cycling, an hour and a half, you know, something like that. And then I think that, that keeps me, keeps me, helps me keep me fit, you know. And then... Uh, when I teach the classes too, I, 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 I do, I'm doing a lot of stretching now. That's something I've been avoiding for a long time. Yeah. So I didn't ever really like to stretch, but it's very important. So now I'm really going through like doing the yoga and then I'm stretching by myself too a lot. And then it's helping me. I think it's, it's, it's going to help me eventually when we get back to jujitsu with my flexibility and all, you know, and avoid injuries. So I think, yeah. and then... I think also eating well, I think I, I think at the moment now, at least me, I'm eating a lot better because I'm just eating at home. So I know what I'm eating. As before, yeah. I, was eat, I was eating out the whole time. So now... Sushi. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the same yes. sushi bar. So, yes, so now I'm eating at home. So now I know actually what I'm eating. So I think... I'm I'm a lot healthier now. In the beginning of the of the lockdown, the first week was bad because I'm um, seeing I was anxious yeah. and just eating sweets and all that. Now it's fine. I'm 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 really eating healthy now. And then I put I put a bit of weight. I put like I don't know. I put like yeah. two. I think three kilos or something like that. Well, that's not too bad. One of our guys. Is oh, all oh, right. Okay. I'm not mentioning any names. I'm not mentioning any names. He's listening to this. He knows it's him because I've had a conversation. Yeah. Well, again, he's going to yeah, get back to but that's all right. Just, that's what I'm saying. I think also as human beings, like sometimes we cannot be too hard on ourselves, you know, because you go into a situation now that we all, I'm saying, you're, you're inside your house, you can't do nothing. So if you go strict on your diet, it's going to make it even harder, you know. And then yeah. again, the, the, the mental side of this whole situation, it can be a lot worse than, than, your, than your physical side, you know. I don't think people realize yeah. I'm saying, to, to be you know, to think about mental issues and stuff like that. This is very serious, you know. And people, they yeah. just, I'm saying, they think you see some guys they're super fit and all that, but inside the head they they're not well, and then they forget that you have to treat as much as your head as you treat your body, you know. Yeah. Do you meditate? Yeah, or do you I do. Anything I, like I do that? meditate. You know what I mean? But I do pray too. But I think. Whatever connection you can you can have with yourself, I think is important to know yourself well. You know, to to control your thoughts. You know, to have positive thoughts, and then because 
the, the, the bad thoughts, they're always going to come in your head a lot stronger than the good ones. So you do need to learn how to deal with yeah. control of that. And then to think that everyone goes through the same thing. I'm saying all of us, we just maybe yeah. we do. We, people don't talk as much. It's not going to come and tell, oh, look, I have, I have just had a bad thought. Oh. But we all have the same thing. It's just how you deal with that. And then I think, again, jujitsu yeah. helps a lot. Because when you're mm. in the academy, the friends you make at the academy, they're all there because of jujitsu. So we all have a common interest in there. And then we all kind of like happy because jujitsu makes us happy. And then sometimes you just had a bad day. You arrive at the academy and you have a chat with one or chat with another one. And then that's it. You're happy. You know what I mean? Like all that yeah. negative, all the bad things, you just left it outside of the door. You know, I'm not saying it yeah. won't get back to you because you will, all of us. But again, another day you go back to the academy. You know, you go back, you chat, you have a laugh, you talk about something else and you completely forget about that, you know. And then when you cannot go to the academy, then you sit, you try to meditate, you try to read a book, or you just, I know, even having a shower, cold shower, you relax you and it make you forget about everything else, you know? Yeah, I think society nowadays, especially the times that we're in, people are like putting themselves down or they're, they're feeling bad, they can't do certain things. And I feel like it's difficult mentally for people to stay strong, you know? It's just nice for you to, to, to mention yeah. that part because... I know some of our members have been going yeah. through hard times. And again, they do mention about coming to jiu-jitsu and meeting other people. that It, it kind of helps with the issues. Yeah, because, yeah, because I, yeah. I, I, people don't realize when they go to jiu-jitsu, what they think. They think, oh, I'm going to jiu-jitsu because I'm going to train really hard and then I'm going to beat someone and then I'm going to get better and then I want to get my stripe and I get my belt and then maybe I might compete the next tournament. Jiu-jitsu is not just that, man. Jiu-jitsu is, jiu is a lot more than that. Jiu-jitsu is everything. So you can you go to jiu-jitsu, you have a chat with someone, then you it makes you laugh, it makes you ch change whatever you're thinking, then you go, you roll, and then you're sweaty, you're happy, then after training, you start chatting again. Then you might meet someone that has an incredible life experience then can share with you. Or you meet someone who's having a hard day and then you just tap on the shoulder. Hey, bro, what's going on? And then you just change his day. You don't even know about it. Maybe you're never going to know about it, but you change yeah. it completely his day, you know? And then special as yeah. instructors, you know what I mean? Yeah? When you get these people around, we... we we want to exchange that we call the energy or whatever you want to call it, but this jujitsu energy that it goes and come back, you know, because we all wrote doing rotations yeah. of there, you know what I mean? Like I go and talk to you and I make you happy. Then you're going to talk to the other guy and you're going to make him happy. And then, you know what I mean? Like some kind of connection like that, you know, that makes in the end of the day, everyone is happy yeah. there. Even if after that, they're going to go get back home and then, <clears throat> They might, whatever, they sleep and next day they're going to have a rough day and they're going to get to the academy, they're going to recharge. Imagine like a recharging battery, you know, you get to the academy, you recharge yourself and, and then you get out there yeah. and then you start using that battery again. And eventually you learn, you might learn, not 100%, but you learn how to keep your, your, the level of your battery, of your happiness a bit higher, you know. You might not be able to recharge all because I think human beings, we need each other to to to. to to be happy, to laugh, to smile, family, friends, you know? But you might be able to hold your body yeah. a bit more instead of let it finish completely. And then when you get to you completely drain and you're like, oh, I had a great day, oh my God. But then you're learning how to hold a little bit of the battery so you don't get to that stage anymore because that stage is very painful. It's very painful, yeah. you know? If you get that far, it's like, you suffer a lot more. So you start holding yourself back. Okay, I'm not going to go that deep anymore. I'm going to save a little bit. By the time I get to jiu-jitsu, I recharge myself. When I get out of jiu-jitsu, I'm happy again. Okay, another day. Let's go. No, it's, it's interesting. We, we try to create that in the academy. And because we're not in there at the moment, it's like yeah. the people that need that like motivation, like that, that what you've just said, like I'm hoping that's going to help oh, people yeah. as well. Um, and this is one of the reasons for the podcast is just to kind of like give everybody that perspective of where we're all coming from. And hopefully everyone can just even just message exactly. each other. Maybe yeah, call just one have a little line. chat. And then they need to remember this all is going to be, this is going to pass. We are closer to the end than from the beginning. Yeah. This is not the beginning. We're almost there. So soon we all going to be there at the academy laughing, training. And the, we all going to really appreciate, and I mean, being at the academy. 
because we've been in the other side and this never happened before. There was nothing like that before. They tell you, no. you know, you can't go to the academy. You're only yourself, if you're lazy or you do it, it's like, oh, no, I don't want to go or something like that. But apart from that, this never happened. So now we all realize how great and how, I don't know, how amazing is jujitsu and being the academy, be around these good people all searching for the same thing. We're searching for jujitsu, for the happiness is that it's jujitsu. Yeah. No, that's course, great. Man. Thank you, Luciano. No, it's been great, mate. Have you got any a message for any of the students? Listening? Yeah, what, what, uh, my message for them is just like, enjoy jiu-jitsu, you know? Just enjoy it. Don't, don't think about nothing else. Of course, you wanna, we all going to want to get better, and you will get better, you know? But it's a matter of patience and enjoy the journey. It's just like when you're a kid, you want to be an adult, and then when you're an adult, you say you want to be a kid. So when you're a kid, you yeah. want to be adult because you want to do the things that, that all the adults go for. And then when you're adult, you're like, oh, I wish I was a kid. I had nothing to worry about. So it's the same thing. When you're a white yeah. belt, you're going to have feelings that when you're a black belt, you can't get it back. You know? So it's going to be completely know. different feelings. So try to enjoy the journey, you know? And then concentrate more on yourself than the other. Don't compare yourself with other people, you know? Everyone has your own journey. And it's just like life. You, we, you don't know what that guy went through, you know? So you don't know what you went through when the other one went through, you know? So you might start slow in jiu-jitsu and then by the end you pick, by say later on you're going to pick it up and going to get a lot better. You might start really good and then you might, the guy might quit. He start really good, really good and he quit. Or he start really good and he got hurt and then he got back and he got hurt again. So he got an injury or something. So we all have our own journey. So I'm saying just enjoy, make friends, you know, laugh and make the academy a place the way you know you're, you're going to be, have a laugh. You know, you're going to train, you're going to learn. But then after that, we meet up, you guys like, guys, I'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the place where we want to get back to, you know. Yeah, thank you for that, Luciano. So I appreciate your time, mate. And it's been, it's been great to to hear where you came from and, and just some of the messages that you're giving out to the guys. It's, of it's course, great. Brother. Thank of you course. so much. Of course. I'll speak to you later, yeah? Yeah, of Luciano, course. thank of you course, so much, man. Yeah, we'll keep, keep in touch and then let's, we always stay strong soon. We all back at the academy training together again. Yeah, and I'll, um, I'll try and get booked on to come and do of one course, of the online brother. classes. Yeah, it'll be great. Well. It'll be great to see you there. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll send you All the right. links in a, in a minute so you can you can yeah, yeah. Cheers, send this on. Cheers, dude. You too, my Have man. Have a great Take day, care, Luciano. Yeah? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.